0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. There you go. The music. It means it's time for Animal Talk, helping you with your pets and having some fun along the way. The best doggone pet people on the planet, like this guy over here. Yeah, I'm Brian Donovan. And I'm Jamie, just making sure everybody has some fun along the way. Animal Talk, it is America's Pet Show. Helping people with their pets, Brian. Uh, we should just dive on into it. I mean, yeah. we're here, the new studios, podcast Detroit, and uh, having a little bit of fun in, a, in the black and green mean machine yeah, that these, we're in
1: here. These guys are great. It's a great studio.
0: It is. It's kind of it's it's uh, new toys and uh, some new fun. So we're gonna new friends. Uh, there, I heard tell there was beer. We haven't gotten one yet. So when really? is the, when's the beer service start? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Where uh, are the tappers?
1: That's, uh, that's yeah. a padded room. I think they tricked us. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're not even broadcasting, are we? No, no, uh, we're not. Uh, it's it was just uh, it was just the thing. No, we are broadcasting, and and we're going to help people with their pets because that's what we're going to do. And uh, uh, we have some emails to look at, like this one. Dear Animal Talk, What's oh, for me? that's it. Um, I I'm getting a yellow lab that will grow to about seventy pounds. Any
1: suggestions? On the best crate that I can use both as a puppy and as an adult. You know, in the old days, uh, in the old days, you know, we just broadcast locally, and then we had a syndicated show. Sure. This is international. Yeah. So, if you could also convert the pounds to stone, I think we we would all appreciate that. Oh, okay. Seventy pounds, Uh, and how many stone is that?
0: That is, uh, I'm too stoned to figure it out. Yeah. No, I don't know.
1: Okay, what's the question again? Uh,
0: It's it's a dog, a yellow lab. She's getting a little yellow lab, and and she knows it's going to grow to be this seventy pound. Behemoth, right? But she wants to don't she don't have to buy two crates. She don't have to get a puppy crate and then buy an adult crate. Mm. So what is like one good crate that she could get?
1: Yeah, you know, um, it's it's very popular now to get a crate that can expand with the dog. You know, yeah, because she's you know you 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 always want the crate to be the proper size. Mm-hmm. If the crate's too large. Then sometimes a puppy will, you know, maybe do his business in one part of the crate ah. and sleep in the other. Okay. So you want it to be just big enough for him to walk in, turn around, stand up and lay down. Okay. And lie down. So you don't want him to uh you, you don't want him to get too comfortable with uh, doing his other activities there. So uh, what they they have now, you get a uh, you can get a crate for a seventy pound dog, eighty pound right, right. dog, and then there's dividers. Oh. Especially the wire crate. I was gonna
0: say because that kinda defeats the, the, the purpose there. Yeah. It's too big. It's gonna yeah. Taking a number two over on the
1: that's right far side. Yeah, it'll be we. You don't offer up the dog a poop deck. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> just a promenade. So you you, right. uh, you most airline crates you can't uh, can't be can't be fashioned that way. So you want to get a uh, a wire crate, a good yeah, wire yeah. crate. And, and there's there are lots. So make sure it says on the on the the front, you know that it has a divider. You okay, know, or expandable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you just get that. Piece of cardboard and jam it in there Yep And remember you don't use the crate for punishment Right You only use it when you can't keep an eye on the dog Kind of think of it as a playpen or a crib for a baby, sure. So you use it when you can't immediately keep your eye on the. You know, so if you're going out for the night and you're drinking with your friends for mm-hmm. you know three or four days, you leave a baby in a playpen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you want to be responsible, Jamie. Yes, that's the, <laughs> that's the name of the game. <laughs> so, Tia, uh, take care of your pup in that. Because I've seen those
0: new. Those are new ones. They're they're vinyl and they uh not enough, like a tent. You know, they're, oh yeah, yeah, like a nylon, thing. yeah, nylon, and yeah. then it, it, it they pop out like a, a tent, yeah, um, and it just looks like for a, a bigger dog that would just like not,
1: yeah, you know, they 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 sell those for larger dogs, but yeah. I, I'm not convinced, yeah, I think most, uh, you know, it's a lab, labs I see... are, labs like to have fun, they're yeah. boisterous, they jump around a lot, so I, I would use a nice wire. Right, great. So we have one of those for for Zoe, for
0: our our dog baby Zoe there, and it's uh, we leave the door open, and there's a little bedding in there, and and just during the day when she's like sick and tired of us, she's like, all right, you people are annoying me, and she'll just go in her crate on just, her own, yeah, and just Do you chill know what us. that means? Hmm. It means you use the the crate the correct way, hey, because you know that's are, Colleen. that's all Colleen.
1: But there are other reasons to use a crate. I mean, yeah. if your uh, if your pet needs, um, I don't know, maybe he's injured, right, and he's he's convalescing from a uh, from a surgery. He's going to end up in a crate either at the vet or – so it's, it's good to get the dog used to a crate because mm-hmm. if you don't, right. you know the dog ends up an adult. If you do have to maybe take him on an airline mm. or you know for uh, you have to kennel him or something, if he's not used to it, it's going to cause an enormous amount of stress. So it's always good to get a, a, a puppy used to a crate. And there really is no good reason yeah. to let a you know, dog under a year of age just wandering around your house while you're not there. So right. you, you want to make sure he's, he's in the crate. Keeps your house safe. Keeps the dog safe. Yeah. So, yeah, in the thunderstorms, too,
0: she's in there like a shot. Yeah. She, she's either up on her lap or in the crate. And that's, so, you know, it's a natural a thing.
1: thing for a pet because, you know, uh, dogs in nature, wild dogs, they uh, they have dens. You yeah. know, and so the, oh, that yeah. denning instinct is very you know uh it's still even though dogs have been domesticated for thousands of years it's still a very very important part of uh dog husbandry to 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 afford them that that space where they can hide they can decompress they can read the paper <laughs> get online and have surf, an old surf, surf those sites that uh, uh, <laughs> we're getting to we're it's funny you've
0: talked about two things we're going to talk about about shipping a pet and yeah. about Things online that people shouldn't be doing. As Did you just getting, say
1: have an old fashioned? Yes, <laughs> the dog, the dog will
0: have a little. Uh, I'll maybe tell not. you what. I you know I'd crawl in a crate for a good old fashioned. <laughs> I'm telling you, I could. I'm a little parched. We got rolling here and uh, didn't even realize uh, we didn't bring beverages in with us. I don't know what we were thinking. Big 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 snafu. Yeah, next time we'll have uh, we'll get the we'll get the service in here before. At we, least. we kick it off. This is working though, but we're missing one thing, right? Yeah. Uh, Doctor
1: Yvonne. Oh, Doctor Yvonne. Yeah. 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 So uh,
0: Doctor Yvonne's going to be joining us uh, next week, a vet with uh, answers, uh, real good, solid medical advice. You know what? It,
1: it's weird. She she does add some like gravitas. Yeah. 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 You know, just just it's other than that, it's just you and I, just kind of uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh, uh. just talking, just. But, uh, yeah, um, Dr. Yvonne will be back next week. Yes. And she is a, a small animal expert. Actually, her, uh, her expertise is surgery. Yeah. Um, and she's worked all over the world. She actually has a really interesting life. She's been this intrepid person. She's uh, uh, worked in Ecuador. You know? yeah. She's actually worked in the Galapagos Islands. <laughs> yeah. And she's so,
0: I, yeah, I want to get her just just uh, have her share some of her stories, too, because mm-hmm. she's, uh, she's fascinating yeah. and, and fun to look at.
1: Well, you know, I
0: mean, <laughs> she's a, she's a very, she's a wonderful woman. A, I, I'm going to stop. She's a veterinarian. She, 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 for a veterinarian, yeah. <laughs> All right, we got another email here. We're going to take a look at the Dear Animal Talk.
1: Your new, new mail is
0: in. There it is. It's freaky mail. There it is. So oh, uh, we have a ball as a passy. And this is coming from, who are you going to call? Wait a minute. What did you just say? A ball as a passy. I, I don't even know what you're saying. Yeah, right now. I don't even know okay. either. Of right. We're going to dive into it, and that, it's coming from who are you going to call? <laughs> I just I love the names on these sometimes. All right, so I finally accepted that uh, my Mountain Cur girl is uh, fixated on her ball. Is Mountain Cur a type of dog? It is. Yeah. Okay. What type of dog is that?
1: It's you know it's it's kind of like a hound type of dog, like okay. a bigger dog. Yeah. All
0: right. So her Mountain Cur is fixated on the ball. I've never trained her to fetch, but she's. Most awesome and tenacious Fesher ever. Uh, I used to restrict the ball to the dog park and, and try to get her to play with other dogs, right? So because go play with dogs, don't play mm-hmm. with your ball. But uh, not much success there. So now it's 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 the ball for her, and and that's fine. Um, she's very well socialized and obedient. But now she's using her ball as a passy at home. I'm guessing a pacifier. Ah, okay. All right. All so right. passy—that's short for pacifier. I'm guessing uh, she might normally gnaw a bone, but Often now she's chewing the rubber ball and holding it in her mouth like a pacifier. Um, is this a health or behavior issue that uh, I should be aware of? And again, that's from who are you going to call?
1: Yeah. Actually, you know, all dogs, just like people, mm-hmm. uh, we all have our own individual ambient stress. Okay. So some people are very laid back, very chill, right? Other people have this kind of ambient stress. Even if nothing's going on, they have this like anxiety level, right? And dogs are no different. There are dogs that have um, have like a higher stress and, you know, the, the mountain Cur is a working dog, right. and they're hunting dogs you know they 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 treat animals so a lot of the hunting breeds they do need um, uh, they, they do need an outlet okay so um is it a is it a pacifying uh behavior yeah, it is, but count your blessings this could be a lot worse <laughs> yeah uh, let's go over a few other pacifying behaviors um, <laughs> chewing yeah uh, you remember uh, years ago we had somebody call the show. They had a, a great Dane puppy, mm-hmm. and they kept the dog in the laundry room there, there it is right there. They kept the dog in the laundry room, yeah, and the dog in a you know, dry wall like <laughs> and the dog chewed from that room into uh, the <laughs> kitchen
0: <laughs> How did you get in the kitchen yeah. girl? Well, the
1: other uh, thing the wall <laughs> The other thing that dog did was after they patched up the hole right, they, right. they they kept they kept the dog in that, that area uh, they heard a uh, a sound like a hissing <laughs> sound the dog had chewed through the gas line oh. that was supplying the um yeah. the, the dryer or the uh, hot um. water tank whatever and uh, so yeah it could have killed the whole family Oof so um yeah these pacifying behaviors also self mutilation is a pacif- pacifying behavior right right, so some dogs will lick themselves until their you know their their paws are raw or they they start chewing on their their toes and their nails, um, they start chewing things in the house, so it could be really really bad they lick themselves raw in in, in a spot and
0: just uh, Kirby a cat did that too he, yeah. he got super nervous it was like a year of his life. And uh, just for whatever reason, uh, and it just his whole side, he just, like,
1: licked himself. Yeah. Bald. It was raw. It was bizarre. Well, we used to have another co-host, Mark um, Yeah. He did that to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he licked you raw a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I did not appreciate that. No, <laughs> um, that's a little so So here, here's here's what I would suggest, though. Mm-hmm. Um, with a dog like this, you know, again, this is a hunting dog. So yep. they're, they're focused on things that are moving, that are um, – so, you know, t- take him out in the yard. Oh. Every day at the same time. Every day. Yeah. And toss a ball for him. It doesn't have to be for very long. You don't have to, you know, right. run him ten miles, but just give him something to kind of cycle his cycle his body, so that every time at the every day at the same time he tends to have some energy, you know, dissipation, so he can he can get out and do something. So whether it's a, a, a run around the block or chasing a ball around, just you know, a time when you know you're going to be home every night and just uh, run him a little bit. That'll go a long way towards lowering that ambient stress that we talked about. Cool. Right on. Right on. All right. So I got another. I got another
0: email here, and this. Uh, this is we, you. You led into it earlier. Dear Animal Talk. Oh, for me. All right. Yeah. It's uh, how do I ship a cat from Colorado to California? Uh, I rescued a stray cat and been fostering it. I have friends who saw photos and would like to adopt it, but they're. All the way in California. I'm in Colorado. What are some of the methods of sending a cat to her? Uh, I don't have time to fly to, Cal- to California. Uh, so the cat has to go by itself if possible. Well, I just, you know, strap a, a garment to it. Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, you know, just say, "Hey, pay attention, go." That's right. <laughs> all right. That's right. To open the door, like a cat wouldn't know the difference between a left turn and a right turn. Sure, that's all you really have to do to follow it'll, a it'll GPS get, system. It'll get there. Yeah. Uh, but no, you you made mention of uh, a crate, and that
0: if uh, if you haven't acclimated a dog or a cat to a crate when they are young, if you do have to travel or it has to travel, it could be quite a shock being. St- Stuffed in this box. Oh,
1: and especially for cats. Cats manifest stress in in some really really negative ways. So you have to. uh, So yeah, this is a good case in point. Yeah, what's Um, uh, even more so uh, with cats than with dogs? Mm -hmm. Get them. Get a kitten. You 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 get a kitten. Go to uh, PetSmart or your favorite pet pet supply store and get a uh, get a crate. Mm -hmm. Just get them used to going in there for a treat. Uh, let them hide in there. You know, throw their toys in there, just so they're they're used to being in there. You shut the door from time to time when they're yeah. in there for a few minutes. Give them a treat while they're in there. Open the door up, so you want the cat to get used to it. Because you're right, Jamie. Um, you combine travel right with a crate with the first time. You know, for for being in the crate and that's a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. I mean uh and so, you,
0: you got messes coming out them holes yeah. that you don't want coming yeah. out them holes. So I, uh I,
1: I was the question about logistics like how do you ship it? Uh, yeah,
0: what's is it is it is it better to, to you know, UPS it, uh you know, van mail, you uh, you know, throw them on a p- pony express, a plane, what do you what do you do? Fax. Fax them. Fax. fax the cat over.
1: <laughs> no. Uh you know, it's it's a pretty routine uh, procedure now to 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 ship a, a a pet uh through the airlines you know years yeah. ago it was very dangerous <laughs> yeah. and only the, the strongest survived but now it's um there are there more pet friendly airlines and services than others yeah and you know for a while um, yeah. it was about uh 7 or 8 years ago mm-hmm. there was an airline that was devoted to uh only pets shipping right. only oh, pets wow, okay. uh they went out of business but <laughs> It just wasn't a good business model, but that's how popular it's become. That you know, people are thinking about. You know, maybe we should have an airline just for pets. So, um, yeah, and there are now uh, uh, delivery services. You know, vans and 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 trucks. That (laughs)
0: airline for pets. I I just went to Madagascar (laughs) and the penguins fly on the plane. (laughs) Hey boys, here we go. Smile and wave, fellas. Smile and wave. So so
1: there are companies that (laughs) will. I digress. (laughs) We'll ship a cat by uh, by van by right. truck cross country. It's going to take a little while, sure. You know, and you you got to make sure when you do ship your pets, make sure they have uh, all the vaccinations that are required and suggested. Because when you you know start shipping pets across state lines, there may be some some states that uh, require um, uh, vaccinations. So always tell your vet where you're shipping the the pet mm. to. Make sure they have for dogs. You want to do things like bordetella. Make yeah. sure they're current on their distemper and rabies and leptospirosis and all the other. You know, because things might suspects. be pretty relaxed in
0: Colorado, but if you're going to California, California, they they seem a little crazy town.
1: Well, you know, they they, they
0: seem a little they, lots over of legis- over-legislated over legislated over there. Lots of regulations. So I would I would be careful sending. Uh, oh sure, we pulled him up off the street. We threw him in a box. Sent him over to Margaret. <laughs> Margaret, he's coming. Poke a poop pencil holder in there; it'd be all right. <laughs> yeah, that's not so much, not no. so much anymore. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. the you got to be up to date because uh, they could get stopped even just state lines, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So, all right, cool. Just, uh, just uh, have you ever traveled with a pet? Um, no, you know what? I haven't. No, I haven't. But I see it more and more, and, and uh, you know, because. Uh, <sighs> You know, I don't want to call out my daughter on this, but sure. I'm going to. Sure, why not? She got a dog. She pawned a cat off on you. Well, mean. she did. But <laughs> I she, love that cat. She got a, a dog, and it's actually too big for her apartment. Oh, so you're so, getting a dog now, too. I, and then she brought it to her school. She's going <laughs> to the – and it's like, how are you taking this dog everywhere? And she laughs, laughed, and she shows me this card. It's yeah. an official registered um, assistance dog. No, <laughs> comfort animal or something. Yeah, some yeah, bogus yeah. term. <laughs> I'm like, where'd you get this? And she laughed at that. I got it on the internet. It's companion this, animal. Companion animal. It's it's huh. a, it, it makes it seem like, hey, it's official. I can take this I, animal I, anywhere. I, I got this laminated. <laughs> yeah. If it's laminated, it's got to <laughs> be it's, official. It's got to be
0: real. So she, she can take her dog... Pretty much anywhere she does that she people take, don't challenge her. Yeah, it's becoming
1: yeah. more of a you know of a commonplace thing, right? I right. mean, uh, I guess in Europe for years, you know, you've been able to take pets into cafes and sure. you know, public places where you you know you eat and drink and you know bathe. I don't, I don't
0: know. I just, yeah, we should do, we pet. should do uh, one of the shows from a cafe where they serve drinks and people can bring their pets. Yeah, I think that'd be a plan. I tri- I, fl- I flew with Kirby a couple to of- my cat Kirby. Yeah, we-, we took him down to Florida a couple of times, uh, and he flew with us. So and we never had to buy him a seat. And now we hear that oh, you have to buy a seat for.
1: Well, did you did you put him under the seat in front of you? Or I did. did- yep. Okay. Yeah, All right.
0: he was in a he was in a soft side bag, and I just kind of squished him under there. I held him down with my feet. It was <laughs> it was good. It yep. was. Our- did- was he Is okay with it? <laughs> click. on <laughs> 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 the pet lovers click. <laughs> <laughs> he was okay no he but he traveled well ever since he was but the thing is it was in my pocket it <laughs> <laughs> what's that lump sir don't send me through the x-ray <laughs> you don't want to see what's in there um but yeah, no. He's uh, he,
1: ever since he was a little little kitten. What, what was that voice, anyways? We, we both assumed the same voice. Like, was <laughs> the person that would put a, a cat in their pocket? <laughs> oh, it's this one here. Uh, I, I may or may not have a cat in my pocket.
0: I think his name is Mervin or Melman, <laughs> something like that. Uh, but, so, but ever since he was a little, little kitten, I would take him like everywhere. So Kirby loved car rides. He yeah. was a cat that loved car rides.
1: But see, you do a lot of things right, Jamie. That's called socialization. That's, yeah, uh, socializing him, and and uh, especially with cats. Yeah, my uh, my daughter's cat that I, I now am, am keeping. Um, I love yeah, that she, cat. she would put that cat in their, her car and and you know drive to the park, drive to, you know to the drive through fast food place. I mean, the cat is just uh, is bomb proof, and the cat also grew up in a frat house, so the cat has seen things. Man, mm-hmm. this cat has seen things. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Oh, that is true. That is scary. If, if it could only if it could only tell you the tales. you know
1: I'd rather it didn't I'm glad I
0: can't yeah of your daughter in the frat house yeah probably not. <laughs> uh so we 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 like to turn to the news and and see what's going on and uh scour the news and in the interweb and we find stuff and it, it's it's on the web, so it's got to be true of course naturally so uh but actually, this first story was just kind of more interesting than than sensational, but America is running out of bomb sniffing dogs <laughs> well.
1: They make a few mistakes. They only really have to make one mistake. <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: yeah, one. Uh, yeah, but uh, so yeah, but we're running low on bomb-sniffing dogs in the last couple of years. Um, if you've received a package, or if you've gone to a shopping mall, got on a plane, a ferry, a train, a cruise ship, went to a sporting event, ran a marathon, went to a concert, gambled at a casino, or any other tourist attraction, uh, dogs probably made sure it was safe before you you arrived. Um, With terrorists increasingly attacking so-called soft targets, demand for detection dogs that can sweep large areas for explosives have soared. So prices can exceed over $25,000 for just one dog. Really, $25,000 for one trained dog to do this job. Yep, that's a heck of a job though. You You want them doing it right. Wow, yeah, yeah. So security experts warn that the supply of dogs is dwindling worldwide and the United States is especially vulnerable because it relies primarily on brokers who source dogs from Europe, Eastern Europe. Technology alternatives are inadequate. So despite decades of trying research, you know, they can't get a machine that's sensitive enough as a dog is and – move around with the agility and ease of a dog.
1: That's incredible, isn't it? The, yeah. The, you know, the, the, the state of our technology, we cannot duplicate the results yeah. that a dog can get.
0: I can't even get my Roomba to bring me a beer.
1: <laughs>
0: you know, it's like, yeah. you figure I put it on there, I have one, I put the other one on there, You know, by the time I finish the other one, it'll wander
1: by. Um, here, yeah, the problem is they, they don't have this, uh, what do you call it, uh, AI, that uh, <laughs> artificial intelligence thing. I
0: want, I want a Roomba that will bring me a beer. Uh, so, yeah, so the if you spend any time at the Transportation Security Administration, their sprawling National Canine Training Center, it's in uh, the Lackland Air Force Base in San Antonio. You'll be struck by the intensity and the intelligence of these four-legged students. They rush around a mock airport, uh, trains, cars, and they'll abruptly sit and eer- be eerily stanched. Still, when they pick up a whiff of an explosive that's planted on one of the actors uh, pretending to be a passenger, or secreted in in an abandoned suitcase. Hold on, hold on.
1: So there there are facilities that have like a, a mock airport Tra- training. Yes, that's a pretty big investment. Isn't that it? is,
0: uh, it, and, yeah, I mean, if, you, if you're cranking these, yeah, if you're cranking out these dogs at uh, twenty five thousand dollars a crack. Wow. You can afford to build a mock airport. Of course you can, yeah. and they they do all this work these do- for all for a tennis ball or a squeaky toy. Hmm. It's kind of like my wages right about now. <laughs> it's uh, I feel like I get a squeaky toy. Uh, so the TSA has a thousand dogs um, really? working. Yep, the TSA and, and that's has not enough. Nope, they need more. Well, I mean, that's how many they have working right now. There's like a lot of German short-haired pointers, German Shepherds, Labradors, Golden Retrievers, uh, and two other breeds that I'm not going to attempt to pronounce. No pugs. <laughs> no pugs. No, that's uh, that's merely for the men in black. That's what those are held out for. But they have to get about 350 dogs uh, every year. They need like three 350 new dogs every year to replace uh, dogs that are aging out. Um, it's about eight to 10 years uh, that they, when they get about to eight to 10 years old, uh, is when they age out of the, the program. And they can no longer smell like they did. I guess. When they were pups. Yeah. So there's, uh, uh, the U S military has about 1600 dogs deployed worldwide. So I just thought that was pretty fascinating. Yeah, that is interesting. But, uh, you know they got to. make more than I do, and uh, <laughs> worth more. Now this one was interesting. This story was uh, related, and uh, seemed pretty interesting too. And again, it's on the web, so it, it's got to be true. Uh, the first sniffer dogs trained to find pedophiles. No, that's right there. Pedophiles. Yes. Oh, no. Yep. Uh, tweed Springer Spaniel Rob and a black Labrador. Uh, are learning to help UK police detect hidden data, data devices. Uh, so sniffer dogs trained to help police catch pedophiles, terrorists, and fraudsters. Uh, what a group. Pedophiles, yeah. terrorists, and fraudsters. Would
1: you really put them all in the same bucket? I, I guess.
0: Uh, but they, 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 these dogs detect hidden digital storage devices – um and they're just starting in the UK. There's some working in Connecticut.
1: Um, already. Oh, so it's less about pedophiles and more about finding hidden devices. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. I, I, well, that's what hooked me though. Yeah. Clickbait <laughs> got me.
0: <laughs> so Tweed is a 19 month old a 19 month month old Springer Spaniel. Rob's a 20 month old black Labrador, uh, and they're the first digital detection dogs outside of the United States. They've been trained by the Dorset police. Uh, they've, they've been at, used at crime scenes across the UK and they sniff out uh, hidden data devices such as USB sticks and SD cards and hard drives. How do they mm. – that, that is so – Specific, I mean, because what's that plastic versus like the plastic <coughs> on this mic stand? You know, I mean, it's – yeah, it's, or even the electronics
1: in it. I mean, yeah, the electronics what's, uh, in uh in, in a uh, like a jump drive. So yeah, it's probably pretty similar to a key fob in a newer car, right? So what, what right. what's the, yeah? How would that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, the, and there was those days you walk around the
0: mall and you have those webcams tied to your shoes. <laughs> You know, and you know it's what? like, so what's the difference? I think you might be in that bucket we talked about earlier. <laughs> we might be—did we just fall in a in a bucket of something? Yeah. All right, but the the dogs have proven successful. Um, they've issued over fifty warrants across the the UK um, from the work that the dogs have done, and uh, so yeah, it's a pretty a pretty amazing dogs catching pedophiles. And terrorists and fraud, fraudsters, yeah. fraudsters. Hey, Jamie. Hey, what? You know what time it is? What time is it? It's time to play. What would Jamie do? Uh oh. What would Jamie do? I love this game. Uh, well, we have never played it before, but uh, I, I I I love it already. Let me,
1: let me put you in a scenario. Okay. Okay. Um. All right. So you love your cat? Um. As often as Kirby. I can. Yes. can yes. Well, Kirby's dead. Yeah. Thanks, uh, Kirby. thanks. Thanks a
0: lot for bringing that. Oh up.
1: wow. You have a you have a pet now?
0: Yeah. We know so much about each other. (laughs) Yeah, no, no. I've been talking about Kirby incessantly here, but uh, Percy is the new one. You've been uh, talking
1: about uh, Kirby in the present tense, I I, think. He still speaks to you. He He still comes to you at night. I got him freeze-dried. He's on my desk. All right, so – Percy is the new one. Okay, so you have Percy. Yes. All right, and you love Percy. Yeah, oh, yeah. How old is Percy? He's uh, three. Okay. Um, Would you do anything for him? Uh, uh, with hesitation, okay. yes. What if you won the lottery? Okay. And say you had $100 million. Sure. And you have a will. Okay. And you're going to leave some to your wife, some to your mistress, some to your girlfriend, <laughs> some to your. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Or oh, legitimate yeah. children. And sure, sure. How much would you leave for Percy? Would I leave anything? Wow. In other words, if you had unlimited resources, yeah. how but much I would, would you leave? I would plan for my
0: pet. If, if I, I would. Okay. You know, I would plan, I would plan for my Which is responsible.
1: But what would you how much would you leave your
0: pet? What would be reasonable? What what would it take to you know where, yeah, where would he end up? You know, it'd mm-hmm. be I guess it would be contingent upon where he would end up, you know. Um Yeah. But, but I, would definitely, I would definitely take care. I would definitely take care if, if, if money wasn't an object. Like right now. He's three
1: years old. He's probably got another 10, 12, 14 years. Yeah. Maybe yeah, more. Yeah.
0: But we don't have him written into the will right now.
1: Okay. So he's going to live, fifty. say, 20 years. He's going to live. Yeah. 20 years. Yeah. He's going to live 17 How much do you spend on your cat?
0: <sighs> we buy the, yeah, expensive food. A thousand bucks a year? Probably. 200 yeah. a year? No. Oh, yeah. Probably closer. Oh, God. Well, no. So one of those. Uh, yeah, probably five hundred bucks a year between fuzzy fuzzy mice and uh, you know, so
1: twenty years, yeah. What's that? Ten thousand bucks, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Ten thousand dollars, right. You know what? There's going to be inflation, all kinds of. Sure, you know? yeah. So uh, heck with the ten thousand, double it, twenty thousand. Wow. Okay. What about some uh, unanticipated vet care? Sure. Well, yeah, that's add that's not grand. that's not even yeah, that was even vet care. Yeah, add ten grand, thirty thousand, thirty thousand. You know what? Yeah, yep. A really cool scratch post. <laughs> yeah, forty thousand. Uh, that's some scratch there. Yeah, let's throw another grand in there because yep. you're a, a multimillionaire. For, yeah, for fifty sure, grand. Sure. All right. So fifty grand. We yeah. we just got really goofy with that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay, Oprah Winfrey.
0: Oh my, she has uh, she has cats or dogs? Has or suppo- what kind of dogs. animals? Dogs
1: has supposedly yeah put aside thirty million dollars for her dogs
0: <laughs>
1: now okay now she has more money than uh anyone right right yeah but 30 million dollars that's jamie? a lot jamie we just we just did some ridiculous things and, and came up with 50 grand yeah for your cat 30 million dollars and so what's the what's the stable of pets she's taken care of um, I think she has three dogs. I think that's that's it. Ten million apiece. Yeah. Most pets are seen as part of the family,
0: or like fifteen, ten, and five, because the other one's just a little chihuahua. I guess it's not yeah. going to get as much, right?
1: And as such, it's not uncommon for people to set aside part of their estate for their pet mm-hmm. to ensure their care and well-being once they pass away. But it's often celebrities and socialites that allocate significantly large amounts. And and yes, uh, Oprah Winfrey has put a, aside thirty million dollars. Um, but, uh most smaller bequests uh you know there's there are lawyers who specialize in this, sure anywhere between five thousand and a hundred thousand are relatively common for the average person, a hundred grand that's nuts uh depending on the, the the type of pet and the anticipated needs. I could see you know a parrot's going to live for a hundred years or you know, uh, so maybe you might want to set aside a little bit more if you have a parrot god yeah those they, those guys live fifty yeah. ninety years Yeah, but uh, I mean what uh, seriously, what are you going to do with thirty million bucks as a dog. <laughs> And you never even Be have the that. dog. Be the dog's caretaker. <laughs> <laughs> Sign it, me exactly up. That's exactly where it's going. Yeah, that's exact. Because you know the the dog's going to have to go. You know, take some trips from time to time. Oh my god. the dog has never seen Spain. No, well, the, t- t- right? he needs to see the Riviera. That's yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't. It's uh, it's it's just extraordinary the the wealth that's out there. You know, with the oh man, holy mackerel! How do we tap into months. that? So um. So there's there are some uh, there are some considerations. You got a list of beneficiaries. Sure. Okay. So you need to choose a caretaker mm-hmm. that will inherit your Sign pet. Sign me up. So someone who's preferably not allergic to your pet. Right. Uh, create a pet trust. Mm. So your your uh, your attorney will be able to set that up for you. Sure. Sure. Uh, and for those who don't have uh, someone to care for their pet after the death, uh, uh, some uh, legal professional suggests you find an animal organization uh, open to caring for a pet for the rest of its natural life. So which means you have to pay for the pet and then maybe give a little bit to the organization. A little so, bit to
0: Santa Claus. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. A little to Santa Claus. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's just, uh, you know, it's a consideration, right? Oh. Especially if you're, maybe you're a little bit older. Maybe sure. your health is compromised and you just got a new puppy. It might give you some right. peace of mind. Yeah. You know, that uh, your pet's going to be taken care of after you're gone. Wow. That's yeah. a $30 million. <laughs>
0: we got to get in on that party. Yeah. I just really want to get in on that party. Uh. So I'll be Oprah's dog. we get, I got that dog costume. I'm pretty damn cute in that dog costume. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I got another email here if you're if you're interested. Sure. Are you? All right. Here we go. Dear Animal Talk. No, kitty, this is not uh, No, kitty, this is not No. Kitty, it's time for a kitty corner. Yeah, we've been talking about dogs uh, a little bit. Let's just talk about a cat. So, this is a, a kitty corner and it's an email. And uh, here we go. The uh, question is uh, why does my cat pee on my kitchen counter? <laughs> All that for uh, a pretty short question there. Miss Majestic wants to know why does my cat pee on my kitchen counter? Oh, my goodness. That's um, na- that is That is hella nasty. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> Let me just say that. That is that is hella nasty. Oh, oh. that's, that's just cat pee is the worst, man. The worst. If your dog piddles, mm-hmm. you know, you're cleaning it up, little nature's miracle, you'll get over it. But cat uh, cat pee, it is, yeah, get bad. the, just, uh, Miss Majestic. Torch the place. Well,
1: first of all, don't clean it with anything that's ammonia-based. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that smells like uh, urine to a, to a cat or a dog. So now uh, the, the bigger picture is you know, cats usually uh, – we call this litter box amnesia. Right. So if the, if the cat was previously used in its litter box and now all of a sudden it's not, uh, it's usually uh, associated with stress. Yeah. Okay, now – you may or may not be able to determine the uh, you know the, the the genesis or the the reason for the stress, but what you want to do is you want to go right back to square one, uh-huh. and w- even whether it's a dog or a cat, you want to you want to try to uh, uh, imagine the first day you brought the pet home, yeah. and re house break them. Now with a cat, what you want to do is keep them in a small area, a small room, maybe a ten by ten room with two, maybe even three litter boxes, right, so they can kind of explore, kind of look around, keep the litter boxes clean that's usually what starts the litter box amnesia is mm-hmm. when they uh, uh when the the um, litter box is, is dirty hasn't been clean, so the cat starts looking for alternative oh, they get super area. fussy but the uh yeah, the countertop is actually pretty gross it, that uh <laughs> Cats should be counting as lucky stars that it's still alive.
0: <laughs> I don't know how long that would last in my notes. Oh, my gosh. It just, it, it just can't pee. It's just the absolute worst. Yeah. It's, uh, so you
1: may have to do that for uh, the better part of, you know, two or three weeks, keeping them in there. Creepers, you know, creepers. Feed them there. And, and uh, if you do let them out, make sure you keep an eye on them and put them right back when you can't keep an eye on them. So you want to break the pattern. The only way you break the pattern is to deprive them of that area. So. Whenever you're not able to supervise him, make yeah. sure he's in the small room. Ugh. And if you take it out of their behavior pattern long enough, it's going to go away. We, well, we, you know, just Nate, to plug, the uh,
0: not a sponsor, but uh, <laughs> well, they could be, right? But uh, Nature's Miracle. That stuff really. That's out of everything I've tried, uh,
1: man. That works like a gangbusters. I haven't found anything else. It's it's good stuff. It's it's an enzyme. Yeah, and what it does is it doesn't cover up the smell. It right. Doesn't yeah. n- re- well, it cleans it. But what it does is it actually uh, it has live you know enzymes in it that will actually uh, eat the you know the, the, the microbes, or whatever it does on a yeah. – the you know uh science science cellular science. level yeah science dr Yvonne should be here yeah. she could tell us yeah she she's got a degree right and and she will be here next week that's I know we, we mentioned that but uh, <laughs> looking forward to yeah it. I, that's that's my best answer
0: but yo because know, we had uh, a rental house Colleen we had the, that house in uh Fraser, right so when we met she had a house I had a house neither one was big enough so we owed too much on them so we were renting them out right so we didn't want to be Landlords, but they're next thing we know, we got three houses and we're Irish land barons, right? So, um, <laughs> just, we didn't mean to be, it's just whatever. It so, and, and but the, the, the renters, we had a pretty good run of renters, but the last ones, boy, <laughs> it was just they had a cat room. Right, they had Ugh. the cat like sequestered in in this one back bedroom. Did
1: you allow pets, or was this like a? Yeah, we did.
0: The, yeah. the lease allowed for uh, two pets. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, your pick, right? And the dogs had to be under forty pounds or fifty pounds. Like, you know, it could be a small dog, right? So. They ended up, they they moved in with two cats. And we're like, all right, you know, whatever. Just, you know, be clean, be cool, right? You're, you know, all right. You're responsible for it Mm -hmm. and they're okay. Uh, And we would do walkthroughs and then they they were relatively clean with the cats. And you'd Um, watch on the hidden
1: cameras if anything's going on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: So, but uh, it was funny. We sent, uh, there was a complaint about the garbage disposal. And we're like, all right. So we send a handyman over to, to fix the garbage disposal. We give him the key, send him over. And they told, we told him, yeah, he's going to come over on Tuesday morning. They're like, oh, yeah, okay, all right, whatever. He goes there and he's like, oh, he goes, I tried to get into the place. He goes, I almost got chewed in half by this crazy dog. And we're like, well, I don't have a dog. They have two cats. We call him up. We're like, oh, yeah, we well, we got a dog. <laughs> and we're like, and you know, because we're animal lovers, right? Colleen and I were like, all right. I go, well, the lease only says two. Right. But if, you, you know, they're like, well, our mom got the dog and, you know, she couldn't keep it. And, you know, yeah. so they, we had to give it to the pound and we didn't want to see that happen. And the Colleen and I are like, oh, it's like, all right. So the dog is OK. So you got the two cats and the and the dog. All right. Just, you know, keep it, keep it cool. And then it progresses along. Uh, they ended up with two dogs mm-hmm. and, but, and the two cats and the place was getting dirtier. And we're like, we, 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 you guys got to go. Um, we're gonna sell the house. You guys got to go. And they're like, we want to buy it. And we're you, like, you drew the line at the goat, right? It's yeah. Like, no, no, you can't have the goat. We're, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna buy it. And we're like, well, okay, you know, this is what we want for it. They're like, well, our credit's awful. And we're like, well, then you have to leave. And they're like, no, no, give us a year to get our credit up, and then and we'll buy it. So we give them the year, and uh, then they had a third dog. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. of course <laughs> and the house was getting dirtier and we're like uh, okay now's the time they're like alright we're working with our bank and then so things were in progress and then they stopped returning our calls and it was about a month and we're like alright we get, we go over there and then the place is just in in the, the two months since we had been in there it just, it just total destroyed the place Ugh. and the guy's like we're not gonna buy your problem <laughs> <laughs> no it's your problem <laughs> I'm like it was beautiful when you moved in you maroon you know uh, but the the cat room, right, so the one room in the back was the cat room, and it was just awful. I mean, we had to rip up you know we ripped up the carpet and not the, the the floor the the, the kick plates uh, yeah. just everything and there's still just the cat smell just would not go away and just you know ble- we bleached it and bleached it and bleached it, and then nature 's miracle just we went through like three of those gallon jugs just mm-hmm. on the perimeter of that room. And finally, 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 got yeah, the
1: strippers will leave the same funk in your house, <laughs> they,
0: they will <laughs> they careful. will, so but that stuff worked. Have you found anything else that works?
1: Well, uh, you know what now there are a lot of uh, commercial products, but the enzyme removers are the, are the best, like nature 's Miracle is probably the the first commercially available yeah, you know uh, it just i haven't found, i haven't found anything else, yeah, but the cat uh sometimes it's best just to burn the house down. <laughs> i got to
0: tell you. All right. I got another email here if, if we want to do this one. Sure. All right. So let's look at this one. This is, uh, uh, again, dear animal talk. Read the mail. Read the mail. Read the mail. I'm thinking about adopting a dog, but I'm not sure where to start. Can you point me in the right direction? I've looked through Petfinder here, rescue sites. Um, I see great dogs, but I, I don't know what type would be a good fit for me uh, and my family. I have some fatigue issues. I worry about being able to keep up with an energetic dog. I'm working on this with my doctor. Um, it would be pri- I would be primarily responsible for the dog. I have a house with a yard, uh, no other pets, and a teenage son, which, well, worthless, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not familiar with little dogs. I was thinking maybe a medium-sized dog. Uh, the dogs I'm seeing are mostly mixed breeds. But I'm having trouble finding a time when I can go and look – uh, at the right type of dog, I'm not in a rush, but what would be a good breed for me? So someone, first was... of
1: all, this is a really good consideration. It's a good question. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't uh, take into consideration their lifestyle and the and the type of pet they're getting, the type of dog. Right. You know, whether you're whether you're getting a new dog or a Russian bride, you want to make sure your lifestyle <laughs> is compatible. Yeah, with, with what you're bringing <laughs> into the house, right? <laughs> so. Um, Yeah, with dogs, you know, if you take a look at the dog chart, the American Kennel Club's dog chart, there are seven groups of dogs. Okay. You know, there's a working breed. There's hound breeds. There's there's, uh, toy breeds, right? Now, they're all bred for certain purposes. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. I mean, you you meet somebody who has a um, uh, – who's in an apartment and they get a Siberian Husky. Aye. And then six months later, they're wondering why the dog is being destructive because that dog has been bred for hundreds and hundreds of years to be hooked to something and just run, run all day <laughs> until it, uh, it can no longer move. And, uh, you know, so when, you, when that's part of the dog's DNA, you know, you, you have to realize that, uh, you know, you're the one that, uh, that caused the behavior problem because this is something that you can't separate from the dog. Right. So. Dogs with low energy. Um, You might be surprised to know uh, that um, the sighthounds. Really? The sighthounds. These are like the greyhounds, salukis, afghan hounds. These dogs that look like they run all the time. They're real slender, right? Um, They actually uh, are are couch potatoes. They they like to, you know, so if – if the person has fatigue issues and you don't want to get out there and run with the dog, stay away from the terriers. Mm. Stay away no, from
0: – Jack Russell's. You're like, oh, you're a fluffy, scruffy puppy. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just ball of fire, right? Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: So uh, you know, maybe the brachycephalic dogs, like the, the dogs with the smashed-in faces are good, like uh, pugs. Know, um, uh, English, uh, English bulldogs, dogs like that, that that don't require a whole lot of exercise in fact they thrive on mm. on uh, you know just moderate or, or very low amounts of, of exercise so so study that and and uh, the Ameri- and brought up the american kennel club they have a great website yeah. akc.org where you can research breeds by lifestyle okay so they have they have this kind of a kind of a dog match kind of a uh, you know a tool on their website so you can kind of get some you know really broad you know characterizations of, of of the various breeds, but yeah, you want to stay away from the sporting breeds. Okay, okay, like um, you know the, the setters and the and the Springer Spaniels and those dogs, and um, even you know uh, like Labrador Retrievers. Most of them can have a lot of energy, right? So you want a dog that's kind of calm. You know, like I said, the, the sighthounds are are good dogs. Some of the uh, non sporting breeds are pretty darn good. So um, look at the, look at the dogs as groups. You know, those seven groups. And you'll see some common characteristics in there. So, again, stay away from the sporting. Stay away from uh, even the hound group. Yeah. You know, and stay away from the, uh, you know, some of the working dogs are actually pretty good. Yeah. These are bigger dogs. They mentioned that they want, like, a medium-sized dog. Some of the the bigger working dogs, even though they are, you know, bred for working purposes, a lot of them don't have high energy. They're Mm -hmm. just really compatible with you know, doing, you know, uh, everyday tasks or, or, you know, working closely with their owner.
0: Now, is there one that would be more uh, susceptible, more uh, trainable to be able to, like, get your beer out of the fridge and bring it to you?
1: Uh, Jamie, you're always <laughs> angling for that. I am.
0: I'm just, I'm trying to and work no,
1: it. Roomba does not make <laughs> a machine to get your beer, and neither are there dogs that are well-suited for that. So stop it. Just a, Stop a little it.
0: lever. It pushes a door open and <laughs> just grab one. You'd have to go with bottles because cans, they would probably poke the – I've thought about this. You've thought a little bit about I've this, thought about yeah. this. A, a little bit, bit, yeah. Just a little bit. So pretty pretty uh, excited because you told me uh, about the, the new sponsor that we had.
1: Uh, are you talking about PetKey?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And you, I know you did. Uh, you, you, you know uh, quite a bit about the the Pecky. So tell yeah. us, tell us about PetKey. And uh, so we're so glad that they're
1: here as our sponsor. Well, PetKey is a is a universal microchip registration organization, and they have a universal lookup tool. Okay. So whether your pet is uh, registered through them or other organizations, you can look up the um, uh, the microchip, and also uh, shelters can look up the, the microchip. Great company. Um, there are new companies that, are, that have come up with that are, have free microchip registration. Okay, and it sounds great. Yeah, and, and, free. I love free. Yeah, absolutely I'm cheap
0: as all get out. But here
1: is the problem. Yeah, when your when your pet gets lost. Yeah. in the unlikely event your pet gets lost. Yeah, um, you got to pay somebody oh. to, to to track somebody to call the uh, hmm. um, you know to send out the alerts somebody to to call the local shelters. So you you, you know a paid service um, uh, such as Pet Key is is very good. But it doesn't cost that much. Right, you're talking about pennies, really, to protect your dog for life or your cat. Uh, So yeah, PetKey.org is the website, and they're a great bunch of people, and um, I absolutely uh, love the mission statement. So uh, well, I'm glad that uh, I'm so glad that
0: uh, we wrangled them in to 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 be part of the posse there, and uh, appreciate it. Part of the digital
1: posse. (laughs) <laughs> you said that with a, with an air of, uh, I don't know, superiority yeah. or Digital posse like, No, that's our oh, people I just,
0: uh, Yeah, <laughs> they're coming into the fold I just, I <laughs> Digital posse No idea But that's a good thing Like if your dog like climbed the tree and jumped the fence Yeah uh, And then was away You'd be able to, that would help you Who are you going to call? Get your em. digital posse The digital posse Yeah, yeah the folks over at PetKey yeah. Have you ever heard of a dog climbing a tree?
1: Oh, absolutely. it happens,
0: yeah. <laughs> I, I came across yeah. this again on the net, so it's got to be true, right? So this 120-pound Great Dane puppy got stuck in a tree. And I'm like, this, uh, this, That's a little bit of a twist. Usually, a,
1: like, it's a smaller dog, yeah.
0: You, yeah, a cat stuck in a tree is a well-known cliche. Even Superman saved a kitty from a tree. But uh, far fewer stories about dogs climbing out on limbs, especially as big as Cora. Cora is a Great Dane, and even though she's a puppy, she's weighing in at a whopping 120 pounds. That's one wow. big pooch of a pup, i tell you. She managed to climb almost 20 feet off the ground in a tree in her backyard. Unfortunately, her getting back down is a bit more of a challenge. Her owner, Wes McGurick, uh, couldn't find her at first. <laughs> Walking around the yard, Cora, 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 where are you? She's like, I hear her barking in the yard. Didn't look up. Is it raining out here? What? All right. So, uh, finally, her whimpering clued him in. Strangely, it was coming from overhead. He looked up and he saw Cora perched on a high branch. He got a ladder and tried to climb up to get the pup, but couldn't reach her. That's when he called the fire department. So, 20 feet. You're
1: like, oh, 20 feet, whatever. But 20 feet is actually really kind of high. Here, here's the problem, though, Jamie. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I'm listening to this story. Yeah, yeah. And you said, oh, I found it on the internet. Yeah. Okay, now I, I know you're, you're not new to the internet, I hope. <laughs> I just googled It's fascinating I just googled manatee caught in a tree <laughs> Did you find one? <laughs> yes, of course Well, shark You can find, yeah. You can find anything (laughs) on the Internet.
0: Uh, All right. So, But the fire department never heard about the Great Dane. They got there. The fire department found Cora waiting out on the limb. They climbed up, attached a harness to her, and lowered her to the ground. Uh, They stretched out a tarp trampoline style just in case things went awry. And halfway down, sure enough, Cora slipped out of the harness, bounced into the tarp, and uh off one bounce and landed on the ground. So oh. she was she was fine. She wandered back in the house like, like nothing happened. Oh thanks, I'm gonna go in and eat now. <laughs> so there you go. Uh hey Jamie. Uh, great Dane up a tree.
1: Yeah. Uh what's your uh what's your spirit animal?
0: My spirit animal? Narwhal. <laughs>
1: Narwhal, really?
0: <laughs> hmm It's not as cool as mine. No, what's your spirit animal? Sea cucumber.
1: <laughs> Is that even a thing? You know, I, I'm and I'm I'm Googling things yeah, and yeah. I Googled uh this phrase. Right. Sea cucumber stole my bike. <laughs> And of course, I can find <laughs> Did you? something about a, st- a sea cucumber stealing someone's bike. That's, uh, that, that's, that's why you got to be cautious when you sure. find stuff on the internet. So right, right, come on. Uh, but the, 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 there was a guy's name. You're and like his a name journalism was Mc- teacher. Right? Yeah. So you have to, you know, check yeah, yeah. your sources, James. Yeah,
0: fake news isn't real. It's yeah. it's not a thing. No, nope. news is all real. They've <laughs> they've all done their research. It's all accurate as long as it sticks <laughs> to the internet. It. It, it's that's, true. That is it. That is it for sure. Yeah. So uh, well, it was it, it, about that time. Ryan no is yeah, it, really? it is it is it is it's time to bring the funny yeah Who's bad? it's time uh, for uh don't we'll, do it you're doing it it's there it's time for the bad animal joke of the week <laughs> <Who's bad? laughs> Ah, uh, Brian, you ready for this? No. Yes, no, I'm doing it. No. Don't take the headphones off. You got to listen.
1: I'm glad. God. I'm glad you changed the music. You got to listen. That it's, it's very clear that it's a bad animal
0: joke. <laughs> I'm, 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 right. I'm sure it's bad. Hey, 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 Brian. Yeah, uh, Jamie. Why don't Dalmatians typically get lost? Uh, I don't know. Why don't they? <laughs> if they, they run away, they're easily spotted. Oh my
1: god.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Bad animal joke of
1: the week. Oh. That's it. That's all I got. You got anything else? No. Every time you do that, I can't. I can't even <laughs> think of anything else. This vicarious embarrassment is just overwhelming.
0: Oh, all right. Well, looking forward to next week with Dr. Yvonne being back and uh, more animal talk here at uh, the podcast Detroit uh, Studios. This was fun.
1: So we want to send in uh, send in your questions, your veterinary questions. because yes. Dr. Yvonne is very, very bright. And we will have an uh,
0: god vet here with us to yeah. to help out. So. Uh, Jamie at AnimalTalkRadio.com. You can just send stuff to me, and I'll make sure it gets to everybody. The website, AnimalTalkRadio.com, and just uh, all the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, the the Chapping Snaps, and uh, the Facebooks, all those. It's all Animal Talk Radio. Uh, Find us there. Follow, like. And then, uh, yeah, like, subscribe, and uh, thumbs up, and, and all those things you do. For the, for the podcasts and iTunes and, and all that business and uh, we're really excited about the, the partnership ship here with uh, podcast Detroit. And so uh, you'll find us on their website, LinkedIn there be able to see it and archived and, and all that business people. Listen in. if people are listening live, thanks for for joining us, and uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, we got to find a way to end this, though. I mean, we gotta we gotta find a better end to this. Yeah, like uh, well, because we had the other one, but I just I just how about uh, that That's it. Uh, yeah, that's kind of no. It's I'll like you know, have an exotic week and kiss your wild thing for me. But yeah. ah, you know, that was that was the old stuff. I want something new. I want something new? Something I'd, snappy. I like the I like that, but it's like you know that was old. Yeah. That was it's we're we're new we're new. It's a new thing. You know, a, when you're, it's a when new you're, day. Can you? Uh, it's you're, a new dawn.
1: You're, you're ready. You just say You ever. just say over, and you're done. Over, <laughs> over. That's it. Over and out. <laughs>